Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. So many times I hear the question that people ask of what can one person really do to make a difference? Today, I am going to share a very good example and the answer to that question. Today, I want to introduce to you someone who is just going to blow you away, not only with what he has to say, but what he actually is doing to make a difference in our nation, his community, and the lives of young men. Here is part one of my interview with Andre Ivanov. We're here with a very special guest today that we uh, have been wanting to get on the program uh, and talk about what is happening with both him and the ministries that uh, he is head and in charge over. Um, We so oftentimes uh, are very good at really complaining <laughs> for lack of a better term. We, we like to tell people what's not going well or uh, what road we're, we're on that we shouldn't be. And yet we're, it's what is not something that we do a lot of oftentimes is, is go beyond that and go and, and take that to uh, an action point. And today we have somebody who uh, has, has definitely done that. And, and I'm excited to introduce him. Uh, Andre Ivanov is uh, with us today. Uh, Andre, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Doug. Thank you so much again for taking the time and uh, giving me the opportunity to share my heart and what God has been doing um, in, in, the, in the community, but also here in you know, Vancouver and Clark County area, but also across the nation. So I'm just super excited to share and, and to uh, interact with you um, in this hour or so that we have. Yes, yes. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and and what um, you know what what you, you're you're up to at this point. All right, a little bit about myself. Gosh, um, there's a lot of ways to begin this, but uh, let's see. I'm 36 years young. I'm uh, married to an amazing, amazing, beautiful girl um, by the name of Olga Ivanov uh, for six years now. And uh, I'm an immigrant uh, 30 years ago uh, to America here from the former Soviet Union and uh, Kiev, Ukraine, uh, more specifically. Um, right now, I'm uh, my my source of income is uh, in real estate, and uh, I'm I'm also with the National Guard, Army National Guard. Um, I'm an infantry officer here out of Oregon. So um, I come from a very big family. I have uh, seven brothers and five sisters. Um, very, very close uh, with my with my parents, and uh, I'm just I'm just on fire. I mean, God has just given given you know, you know me so much so much good in you know in my life and in, in the trials also that that have been set forth and, and overcome. Um, and so now I just feel uh, just absolutely blessed. To be able to give some of that back, you know, so with all that that I've kind of mentioned, I mean, just a, a scratch of, of how much more I can I can share and uh, um, be grateful for. So, 
great. Well, so so tell me. So have you always been somebody who who didn't just want to talk, but actually wanted to take action? Uh, or is this something that that you know maybe there was a a flashpoint or something that happened that really got you involved in wanting to actually do things? I really like that question. By the way, I've never been asked that. <laughs> um, so I was always a doer not always not always in the right direction um to a point where i would frustrate my dad because he, my dad my father is a very diligent man and uh, he will measure 15 times not not twice um before the first cut i would cut and wonder why we didn't measure uh so i would i would be the doer type and so being you know raised by a father who was so diligent uh, really was tough for me growing up but if you pointed me in the right direction and you cut me loose, I would get things done. So, so when I was, when I was unhinged, um, and I say that meaning when I'd had, when I was, you know, coming out of my teens and in my twenties, um, I, I, uh, was, was engulfed, you know, also in this world. And, and for a while I kind of lost my way. And so all of that doing and, and energy was spun in, in the wrong direction even though I grew up in the church in a very tight, you know, knit community. But then when God got a hold of my heart, so all of that doing, you know, where it was, it was uh, spun in, 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 a, in a different way, corrected. And so, yeah, so the doing type has always been, been, uh, I, I guess, I guess a, a, a character feature, you know, in, um, in the way that was designed. <laughs> That's awesome. So one of the things that you're doing is called the Spartan challenge. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, um, the Spartan Challenge. So the, the name is not is not novel. I mean, there's a there's a Spartan this and Spartan that, um, but we wanted to we wanted to you know utilize uh, specifically that that name. Um, and I, I won't go into the whole depth of, of why we chose the name, other than the fact that um, some of the some of the greatest warriors. There's many you know different historical periods of time of of great warriors that were chiseled you know selected um, from their absolute youth. And then uh, um, put into the ranks to defend an, a nation, um, to fight in battles and win wars, and so and so in a time of uh, our crumbling nation and a lot of it due to immorality and, and, and many other reasons, which I'm sure we'll uh, get into to some degree. Um, we wanted to we wanted to challenge men, young men specifically. We wanted to challenge them, and instead of uh, convincing them to be a part. We wanted to actually tell them, here's a bar that you will most likely not get through. And what that has done is it's provoked um, a, a, a certain note, a certain character uh, trait in, in men who are now digging within themselves uh, to find. And so it's a, it's a challenge that is very significant and uh, it in some ways mirrors a boot camp like like environment, you know, to include the eight weeks that they go through it. So, yeah, that's the direction that we that we that we took um, to call out uh, men out of boys. Great. And and you, what ages do you target uh, for this program? So, so the, the main age is um, uh, 13 years old on the junior side and we in some cases accept uh, 12 if they're a larger you know more mature 12 year old and then on the higher limit we do have 21 but also with uh with uh a, you know some some uh, uh 
you know, permission also, uh, if, 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 if it's the right candidate, you know, we'll, we'll accept guys, you know, and we have guys right now that are going to class three, um, as, as old as 24. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so those, that's the limit, the uh, 13 to 21. Great. And, you know, from my point of view, there's definitely been kind of a, again, an, another term of, of feminization sort of mm-hmm. uh, type of thing within our culture uh, of, of men and, and young boys in particular. And was, was that something that, that you saw as far as a need or what, what kind of sparked this in you as, as, Hey, this is something I need to do. So that's, gosh, you're just loaded with these good questions. You sound prepared. <laughs> um, gosh, so, so what, what got us going in, in your question was, is it, is it this uh, feminized, you know, culture, uh, that has been deliberately shredding shredding uh, boys and men. Uh, the answer is yes, and and the thing is, even the word feminine uh, has been has been uh, hijacked. That the word itself, you know, is 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 a what the word is rather the meaning behind it is is actually a very beautiful thing, right? Um, but but they have hijacked that and and, and perverted you know the, the message itself. So even the word feminism is a, is a very repulsive term for me when it shouldn't be because I know the kind of agenda that is the dark agenda that, that is driven. So my specific you know reason uh, is is many, but one of them is because yes, they have they have been uh, creating these. As I hate to say it, but they've been creating these soy boys, these these weak, limp back uh, males that will not stand for anything besides being part of a mob, you know, and that will shame you or or uh, push you into one direction or, or other, you know, that the tyrant happens to, you know, give us a direction for. So so yeah, it's um it, it's uh th- that's that's one of the reasons that I would say, but there's more. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and you and I spoke uh, about, you have a kind of a four pronged approach to this. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little more about that. Yeah. So, so with the, so as, as I've shared with you before, um, everything we do, you know, is, is, is very simplified uh, for, for very obvious reasons. It's, it's easy to follow. It's easy to, to replicate. And, and we want to replicate this across the entire net. You, entire United States. And, and uh, we have a very clear and systematic approach of how to do that because it, it's not only catchy, it, it, it connects to the core. It connects to the soul of men. Like I, I, I have a, an opportunity to speak to many men of, of ages, you know, from, from seven years old at times, you know, to 77. Mm-hmm. And when I talk to, you know, to these men, um, I, I'm able to connect to that, to that heart i'm able to connect to the man the real man inside of that sometimes lost lost uh, child or or uh, or confused child or lost you know even elderly person who has kind of lost his way and and uh um you know separated from that um so so your question was the the four-step approach um so everything starts with the the spartan challenge and the spartan challenge what you know what it is 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 it gives us an ability to to bring up and call forth uh, or call out this uh, the man out of out of boys the man out of out of these confused um, often late teens you know early twenties and 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 gosh and we have guys that are that are older than that they're still really struggling um, with identity and so on and so we 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 challenge them in these in these three areas initially. Um, 
this is specifically in the Spartan challenge. And, and the first one is, is physical. We really challenge them physically. And I mean, I'll just give you kind of an idea of, of the, the physical challenge that they go through. So yeah. um, many don't meet the standard, but some do. And that's exactly what we want is we wanted to set that by heart, that the bar high. Um, and, and that is how we, we implemented the army ranger uh, uh, qualification entry uh, standard. Um, so that's the, just to kind of give you an idea um, so physical is one. Uh, the second one is mental. We wanted to give them an understanding, you know, really drive a mindset. Um, and then uh, the third one is identity, which is relative, you know, relative kind of in, in some ways, but it's more, more of understanding themselves in God's eyes. Because if you can give a man an understanding of who he is in God's eyes, he has a foundation that he will not slip on. He will finally have some firm footing. So those are the three areas that we that we focus on in the Spartan Challenge specifically. Later on, we begin to drive, you know, uh, and and develop them professionally. But that's that's uh, later on. So once they're done with the Spartan Challenge, they come out of that, um, and then they so they graduate, and then uh, we give them an opportunity. They don't have to stay, but so far most do. Um, and so they, they join uh, uh, these teams that we have, teams of four, and two teams of four um, are make up one squad. So it's all leadership, you know, based, uh, very, very military structured wise, wise um, you know, um, it's a system I understand and it's a very effective system, didn't want to redesign it. And so what that does is it gives uh, each of them an ability to, to uh, um, be accountable, but also uh, so so be responsible for others, and then also be accountable to you know to to their senior. So responsible for the juniors, uh, accountable to the senior leadership, and so that changes people that very very fast. I grew up in a in a large family, and so to me, being responsible for my brothers and my sisters, you know, it, it grows, it, it grew me up quicker. And, and I would say that across the board, that's just the way that we were designed as people. And, and many, many kids out there don't have that opportunity um, of being that older brother. And even if they were, you know, they may not have had that example set to know what to do. So, so we, 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 we put them based on, based on their maturity, based on their, their, uh, their progress and success coming out of the Spartan Challenge. We give them a, a rank, meaning, you know, that, that level of responsibility and then give them their crew based on their ability. And so, so that puts them into local missions. Once they're in local missions, you know, I mean, I can go into a lot of details, but but I'll I'll, I'll keep it simple. In the local missions, they then get an, get assigned neighborhoods where they begin to serve. So so that's uh, it, it gives them a very practical again um, mission focus and and uh, a, a a unit to work with, truly restoring these neighborhoods. And so I'm sure we'll get into that later, mm-hmm. but. The next step is uh, from local missions is at a higher higher leadership rank they they get promoted into a squad leader, and so and so at a squad leader uh, level they join um, or they, they begin going on regional missions. Regional missions means now we're getting outside of our city and they're going from towns that are surrounding our area. And I'm talking like as far as you know uh, central Oregon or Washington and actually working with teams lighting up teams in those in those areas and serving with them teaching them uh in in very simple four-step ways of of how we restore cities you know again we'll go into that um the last one is is uh um as they become senior squad leaders or senior rank of that 
um, they then uh, get into these national missions and the national missions is simply just creating more distance and the national uh, missions team specifically focuses on lighting up new meaning, meaning they actually establish new towns across the United States and we just got back from a trip like that uh, which is why I'm so excited to share about some of the stuff that happened there so so we have a the Spartan challenge it gets it, it gets the foundation set and obviously the growth does not stop then they join you know the local uh, or they, they start the local missions with their teams then they progress into their leadership rank with regional uh, missions and development further then further on in, uh, in into the national realm that's great that is awesome so so tell us a little bit more um, about the, so th there's an eight week program or so. Is that the, that's the beginning, mm -hmm. right? That's the, that's where, that, where they have to show that they can, uh, you know, hit those goals and that type of thing. Uh, how many of these guys actually make it through, or is there a, a, like a washout type of, um, you know, number or what, what, what's your approach and how you, you approach each one of these, <laughs> these guys, whether they make it or not? <laughs> yeah so so far we've had a we've had a completion rate of uh, 70 percent wow and that doesn't mean that 70 percent make it to that to that top mark 70 percent don't quit and so and so our goal is to is to um press them um but get them through the training it, this is a challenge, and in, 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 uh, we're not lowering the standards. As a matter of fact, with every class so far, we've only been intensifying it. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, and uh, and and for for a very good reason too. So so yeah, so so with the thirty percent that that that, that washes out, um, they so a lot of guys, all the guys struggle straight up. Like I mean, I'm just gonna say it. Like this is not made to you know to hold to hold anybody's hand. Um, this is, uh, this is what you call tough love uh, and, 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 men, real men, like they're drawn to it. Even the ones who have not seen themselves, you know, in that light, um, they're drawn to it. So, so the tough standards, you know, is, is good, but our main thing is don't quit because if they don't quit and still haven't hit the mark when they, when they graduate, um, they'll graduate at a, with a lower rank. And that's okay. They'll they'll just be the most you know junior member on the team, but now the growth continues. Hmm. Um, and now that they're in teams, as they hit the team leaders mark, which is which is the most the most junior leader uh, position, um, then he then receives this responsibility of of uh, two to three uh, team members. That he's responsible for, and so he gets an assigned, you know, territory in a in, in a neighborhood, and then he begins to lead that team, and then the transformation, you know, then, then begins from that. Um, so, so our main thing is, yeah, just uh, to get to give them a mindset of 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 never quitting on themselves, because we say we will not quit on you, and so and and, and we've already seen that, you know, guys come out and you know some hit the mark at the very top had no idea they could had you no know, even came in saying like if i could just survive this you know and and it's just been amazing to see guys like wake up mm -hmm. right i'm talking coming in in, in 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 this doldrum of playing playing video games you know and feeling like a useless bump on a log and all of a sudden realizing there's so much more to life you know and there's this there's this victorious attitude that they can be a part of and these guys that they can be a part of and and there's there's a click that happens and so yeah, so that so for so for us, 
It's uh, if they don't quit, we won't quit on them, and then we'll continue that growth process. Um, but the only way they could truly fail is uh, is if they give up on themselves. Coming up here. Um on June 3rd, you're going to be speaking to, and, and I understand this podcast originates from the Pacific Northwest. I understand it goes all across the United States and even into some other countries. But uh, but if you're in the area of the Pacific Northwest, uh, the Clark County Republican Women's Group in Camas, Washington, uh, is going to have you speak, from what I understand, on June 3rd from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. You can reserve uh, your spot, RSVP, at pikeadvertising at comcast.net. That's pike, P-I-K-E, advertising at comcast.net. Um, what are you going to uh, talk about there? You know, I've been praying about the message that I need to share. And I, I, as I do often when I, when I, when I get these opportunities... Um, and I accepted it for this reason is, uh, I've asked God what he wanted me to share. And that is, he wants me to share a message of hope to his people and not just a message of of hope, but bring them back to what truly brings the change. I mean, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of, uh, points on, you know, on, on the book of Isaiah where God is, where, where God is pleading for the Israelites to turn their hearts to him and allow him to restore the hearts of their sons and daughters to him and bring them back home. We're having, you know, we're having such chaos all, all across the board, truly do, with, you know, runaway kids and the homeless crisis. The homeless crisis is a byproduct. Our burning cities are a byproduct. Our our demoralized nation is a byproduct of truly what, what went wrong. And what went wrong is we turned our hearts from our mighty king. And as that change happens in our hearts and in our homes, the change across the nation will happen too. So my message is going to be a message of hope and a reminder to how close we are to God's to God's uh, activation of his of his mercies over our nation and, and how, how 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 little it takes to come back to him as an entire nation. But what we, what we do on an individual level. As disappointing as it may be, we have to stop right here for now, but we will have part two coming up on the next episode. You are not going to want to miss this Wednesday's episode. And if you like what you hear, tell a friend or a family member about the podcast. If you know of someone that really needs to hear what Andre has to say, let them know they can always hear the current and past episodes of the podcast at UncommonSensePodcast.com. If you would like to contact Andre Ivanov, you can do so through the FlashLove.org website. That's FlashLove.org. You can contact him on Instagram at Flash underscore Love or on their Facebook page. And, of course, you can always email him directly at Andre.Ivanov. 6784 at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.